1: So I've, um, I've been binging, um, uh... Oh, this is a good wine. It's not bad.
0: It's good. It's not bad. (laughs) Do you know what
1: I'm saying? Like, I feel like, like, with Pinot Noir, sometimes it can have, like, a bitter bite to it, but it's not bad. It's it's basic, it's basic bitch bitch (laughs) wine. Basic bitch wine. Basic bitch Um. wine. Um, why I've been singing binging the Why I'm Single podcast for oh. the last couple of days. Okay. Um, you heard the beauty's biscuit and, spot. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. Amy, I don't know which Amy it is, but like she, I guess has a boob, some, uh, boob complex because her boobs are so big. <laughs> yeah, she said she'd give me some. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, and you know, because you know, little little booby chicks were like, oh my god, I'd love to have your boobs. And she's like, yeah, I'd like to have yours. <laughs> <laughs> Let's switch. Let's do a boob switch. Uh-huh. I'm just like, these boobs are just, ugh, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care, I don't care about my boobs. My boobs are. They're annoying your boobs do look kind of big today well they are They're and they it's like they keep getting bigger but it, but it's like my bra like i have to buy new bras what size that double d the, they yeah double d uh uh-huh. go ahead girl i don't want to have a double d because Guys, it's hard to find bras there's always hope that your boobs will continue to grow i don't want them to grow anymore <laughs> i want them to get smaller like i was for perfectly fine at a C, but I know, and like, if I lost weight, then of course they would shrink. Yeah. Dude, that's where mine have gone. I've got nothing. Yeah. So like when I was doing, um, it. when I was doing all that, that, um, insanity. insanity and, and, um, turbo fire, my boobs were gone. You like I was nothing. flat. You were a part of the itty bitty titty. Comedy. Yeah. It was like, you're the president. Meow. So, you know, maybe if I just start working out like a psycho again, they'll go away. Nobody got time for that. All right, so, Brandy, how was your week? Ugh, my week. How was my week? My week was... It was okay. Like, nothing... Nothing of, like, you know... Note. Yeah, nothing... Nothing super mentionable. I started working on this, um... Uh... Collar like thing, so I'm gonna. I have to buy a collar, and I'm gonna attach the beads to the collar, and then it'll be a beaded collar. Mm-hmm. And it's more like a, like a girl dog collar. Um, some guy dogs like pizzazz and. Well, it's and... like zazzle. Little, yeah, but ra- it's not. The beads aren't. They're not like, male dog. You know, colors or whatever. I don't think you should really. Or um, is it dog trans? Trans um, dog. What now? is it called? Um. Assign a gender to a, a leash, yeah, yeah, I mean to a collar, yeah, whatever, because Moses has like a like a um like a pride, he has like a like a colorful one collar well that's fine, but I'm just saying like this collar, if you looked like if you put it on your dog, everybody would think your dog's a girl, and that's okay. it could be a girl, it could be a boy <laughs> you've got a fifty percent chance to figure oh out what kind of dog it my dog is My dog is trans. <laughs> <laughs> Don't assign my dog an identity, a gender identity. Don't you put my dog in a freaking box. Oh, my God. Uh, But, yeah. So, how was your week? How was my week? Um, I was not looking forward to going back to work after the 4th of July and being off for, like, so many days. It's just like, ugh. Yeah. Back to work. Whistle while I work.
0: Um, I was actually
1: hoping for another earthquake. Like I've been hoping, There was an earthquake on Friday. I've been hoping for like I didn't feel it. You there was a there was an earthquake Friday morning about six AM. Oh no, I was I asleep. um Brentley kicked me out of my bed, so I went and I got in her bed and um I woke up at, like at six and I felt like some shaking and I was like, Oh, okay and then everybody in LA felt it and then like the office facility the facilities department Finally sent out an email. and was like, what to do in the case of an earthquake? Finally. Two weeks later. Come on. (laughs) A little late there. Yeah. I had a dream last night, actually, or maybe it was this morning, you know, it was this morning, but I had a dream that there was like a massive earthquake and like I was in some old ass house and the windows, all the windows cracked. Maybe you jumped into someone else's body in a different time or maybe in the future and it was an old ass house with like all these windows. And they all cracked. And I was like, we need to call the landlord to fix these fucking windows. And the um, there was some, like, little asshole kids. This dream was, like, really weird. And I always have, like, really vivid, weird dreams. Mm-hmm. This, And there was these asshole kids mm-hmm. that were, like, taking pictures. Because, like, you could, the windows didn't have um, curtains. So you could see into the house. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were, like, trying like, looking through the bedroom windows and stuff. Creep. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Motherfucking creep. And, yeah, it was just like a weird-ass dream. I don't know what the hell it was about, but anyway, yeah. Well, work was fine. Um, we went to Fresno yesterday, so that was fun. Um, we had a little pool party. I know, I saw y'all in the pool in the pictures. I was like, damn it, how come I can't go to the pool? You went to TLC. But you didn't invite me to Fresno. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ashley, I want to come to your pool. Ashley, invited me over to your pool. Yeah, so it was fun. We saw um, Angela and, and the, the Roop and um, uh, Oh my! I can see my veins in my foot. Oh, okay. Is that good or bad? It's, it's, it's nothing? It's just a thing. But if yeah. I was a freaking tweaker, I'd be like, ooh, these are some good veins. Uh, or a heroin addict. Look, but look at like. Yeah, okay. Maybe I've just never noticed it. Probably. Because I can see mine. And they go this way? Yeah. That's weird. I've never noticed the veins <laughs> in my feet. So random. Anyway, it was a good weekend. We had fun. I drank far too much champagne and I fell asleep. Uh, yeah, I was drinking the champs. I was drinking champs. I fell asleep and um, my husband was like, where am I going to sleep? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I went to sleep. Jeez. At what time? Like 10 o'clock. No, that's not. That's not like early. Yeah, I put the kids in the bed. I was like, "Go to sleep." I got in the bed with them, and we all went to sleep. Jamal, <laughs> she just left him out. <laughs> yeah, he slept on an air mattress somewhere. So good luck with good luck somewhere. somewhere. Good luck, buddy. It was a full house. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, but anyway, let's get to it. Um, I'm Sunny Hepburn, and I'm Brandy Fleeks, and this is Book of Lies, Book of Lies. the podcast. How do you say a book of lies in Spanish? Libro de uh, mentiras. Libro de mentiras. Mm-hmm. Is that what you, yeah? Mm-hmm. Look at me. That's right. Uh, all right, Brandy. Um, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Let's read a review. <laughs> okay. We got some review. We got a lot of reviews this week. I'm not gonna read you guys all the reviews, but everyone that left us um, a review on iTunes, again, Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. It helps people find us. Yeah, give them a shout out give, by their their name. Okay. Like. Thank you, Brandy. So I'll, I'll give you guys a shout out who left reviews, but I will only read one review. Yeah. So who's it going to be? I should enter like a drum roll thing. I need to find a drum roll sound bite. Probably not going to be this time, guys, because I'm not good at finding things sometimes. So uh, <laughs> the drum roll sound bite thingy. Um, So we got left a review by, um, let me read this one. It's called An Amazing and Enlightening Show. So it says, the show is funny, entertaining, and informative. It covers lying liars and the lies they tell. A piece of true crime I didn't even know I needed. These amazing women are my new heroes. They're educating us all so we don't get duped again. You should definitely hit that subscribe button now, and that comes from Linda, um from um, Cage's kiss. but I, I won't put your first and last name out there, girl. I got you. I'll, I'll keep your anonymity, but she anonymity. Ha- yeah, that word. <laughs> She has um, Cage's Kiss podcast, and they love Nick Cage. Oh, God, really? It's all about Nick Cage, but it goes it goes into far more than just Nick Cage. I like how they kind of break down the movies and the backstory of them and, like, the other characters that are involved and in, like, the drama with, like, the filming and the characters and stuff like that. So if you guys are into Nick Cage or you're into movies and podcasts that talk about movies, check out Cage's Kiss. Um, but we did also get left a review by, um, it's from Fade Glow. Fade Glow. Sade. Is it S-A-D-E? It is. It's probably Sade. I'm sorry, Sade Glow? (laughs) I should know better. (laughs) I should know better. I should know better. Maybe it's Sadie. No. Fadey! I think it might be Sadie Glow. I don't know. Let me know what it is. Three options. It's either, <laughs> it's either Fade. Sadie. Sadie, or Day. And she's like, no, it's none of that, actually. <laughs> That's not how you pronounce That's my not name. not how you said whatsoever, you dumb bitch. Get it together. Sorry. Nobody says that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who are we covering today, Brandi? Uh, we're covering Rudy Kurniawan. Rudy Kurniawan. 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 Nia Juan. So okay, I got really interested into this in this guy because I was like, "What? How the hell? Like what? I've never heard of faking wine. Like what? Actually, no, that's not true. I have, but not to the extent that what's going on here. That's like bonkers. So, (laughs) um, and it's like it's crazy bonkers. Like you're just like what? So, um. Um, it's crazy bond. It is. It's so weird. Like, okay, so this guy, his name Rui Wan. his actual um, his name, he was born um, he was born Zin Wang Huan. Wang. Wang Wong. Weird. Zin Wang Wang is <laughs> his name. Wang Wang. Which is that's his Chinese name. But his father named him Kernia Wan. Rudy Prameelwan after a um Indonesian uh badminton player because in China in China, in Indonesia around the time that he was born or when he was a kid or whatever there was like um basically like people of Chinese descent mm-hmm. were like getting killed and shit there were like their lives were in oh. danger in Indonesia so he changed it to um, to keep his kids safe Yeah. That's to, cool. you know he um changed his name and his other son's name which was um i want to say it was van or something i forgot what it was but anyway so he um they come him and his mom his brothers the family comes to uh the states in 1998 so he can go to um 1998 what year was it uh yeah around 1998. So he could go to college. He arrived on a student visa. Okay. He went to Cal State Northridge. Oh. And, um, like, suddenly he just pops up on the fucking, like, winery scene. Like, wine auction scene. Like, he goes and, um, he, he, he basically goes to wine auctions and he buys wines, but he's not buying, like, the super expensive wines. He's buying, like, the $100 bottles of wine, $200 Mm -hmm. bottles of wine Um, but that are, you know, that are still nice wines. And so, he, um... You've got quite the impressive cellar here. Yeah, yeah. basically, like, um, there's these dudes, there's this group that he gets in with. They're called the, um, the Angry Men. Angry Dudes? What is it? (laughs) We're the Angry Dudes. Yeah, uh, the Angry Men, yeah. It's like a bunch of dudes. There's like 16 of them, right? They meet eight times a year. And they drink this expensive-ass fucking wine. So, he befriends one of them. Or actually, I think he he introduces him to the, this guy named Hollywood Jeff. He's a fucking director in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And this guy... <sighs> <laughs> he is doing his whole interview. He's got these fucking sunglasses on inside his house. So, what interview are you watching? Like, what are you watching? I'm watching... Oh, I... Um, I was watching uh, Bitter Grapes or sour grapes. sour grapes. Sour Grapes. Sour Grapes, yeah. So I got my, my info from Sour Grapes and, of course, Wikipedia. <clears throat> and this guy, okay, just, like, you look at him and you're like, that guy's a douche. Like, <laughs> he's got his dark sunglasses on. He's inside. Hollywood Jeff. He's got on this black jacket and he's got this, like, shoulder-length gray hair, but he looks like an ass, like 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 a stuffy dick. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> like, he's trying to be too school, too cool for school, but it's, he's failing, and he just looks like a dick. A stuffy dick. A stuffy dick. Like. I think we should make, like, some stuffed animal dicks. <laughs> so, there's, okay, the first time you see him, he's in a car with this other fucking dude. This fucking, like, uh, I want to say he's a day trader. He's not a day trader, but he's, like, a... Uh, a consultant like a fucking like Wall Street type mm-hmm. named David Fredston and they're talking about oh we miss we missed the tequila tasting last night because we we were drinking this bottle of nineteen twenty seven oh nineteen oh seven Madeir and you know just like so ridiculous. Like a nineteen oh seven bottle of fucking wine is gonna cost probably about five hundred thousand dollars. Jesus right so that's the type of people these are okay. they fucking drink this expensive ass fucking old ass fucking wine. Mm-hmm and they think they're like
0: wine connoisseurs they're wine
1: snobs they're wine connoisseurs but then you discover they're really stupid and don't know what the fuck they're talking about well check it out okay first of all so we're talking about wine guys um, if i'm drinking some fucking wine i don't i don't know i'm just like mm this is good so obviously they're in a circle with each other and they're like jerking each other off i'm like oh isn't this wine delicious ooh it tastes like feet mm I don't know <laughs> I fucking I, love it tastes it. like. Feet. Mm, it smells like my mother's armpit. It must be good. Yeah, well, they don't have that that weird like Connecticut highbrow accent, but was think, that Connecticut? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Thurston Howell the Third type shit. Mofe, <laughs> um, go get me the Lafitte, the uh, Lafitte Latour. Okay, but so and at one point David Fredston's like, he says, um, God, what did he fucking say? something so stupid oh he was like 96 champagne um he's like if you you know if you drink some 96 champagne is the best if you can't have if you can't drink 96 drink 02 and if you can't drink 02 or if you can't afford that drink fucking beer and i'm just like you're a fucking twat don't they call total don't they call budweiser the champagne of beers uh that's still Artois. Oh, the champagne of beers. Mm-hmm. Um. So, what year is this going on? If you know, like, what, what, this, the, the, the whole, like, what the David Curry and shit happened between like 2002 to 2012. Okay. He, uh, yeah, 2012 was when he he was indicted. Okay. So, <clears throat> anyway, the Angry Men are called the Angry Men because he was like, we go to these wine parties, and then like one person would bring a bring a really good bottle of wine, and everyone else would be. Bring a shit wine, and so then we'd be angry, and we didn't want to be angry anymore, so we got together, and we started everybody, like, they go to one person's house, mm-hmm. who provides the wine from their cellar, mm-hmm. and they drink all these wines. Okay. So, that, that's their show, so, um, a lot of these guys got their wines from fucking, uh, Rudy Korean. Got or it. Or, So, anyway. Let's um, just call him Rudy K. Rudy K. Just Rudy. Um, okay, so, um, this, there's this chick, her name is Maureen Downey, and she's a wine consultant slash wine specialist, right, and so he contacts her, Rudy contacts her, and he's like, hey, I want to become a player in, um, the auction scene, mm-hmm. and so, like, she, and she's the one who's like, you know, he had been buying these inexpensive wines, she's like, they're still good wines, but he hadn't been buying the old vintages, he had been, I mean, not old the, the high the high-ticket ones. He was buying the lower ones, so. Right. Um, but they were, like, describing how, like, he had this palate. Like, he could guess where wine was fucking... Uh, where it was from. What year it was. That's, like, like sommelier stuff, right? Sommelier. 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 But, yes. But, like, apparently, like, this kid was, like, a fucking wunderkind. Like, he could... He could probably, like, 97% of the time be spot on about that wine. So he had a really developed palate. And yeah. And nose and Yeah, and wine. they're like, you know, the only way that happens is from tasting wines. Yeah. So he had to have tasted thousands and thousands of wines. Guys, we are currently having some wine um, for, this, for, <laughs> for this episode, and it is a 2017 Pinot Noir <laughs> from... My collection that I got on my birthday. <laughs> what is it, Shaw? It's Shaw. Well, the twist off fucking cork. With a twist off <laughs> motherfucking cork. That's awesome. Because we're fancy mm-hmm. in solo cups. Yeah. <laughs> Red solo cup. <laughs> I'll drink you up. Let's have a party. I <laughs> think <laughs> we sang two different verses, but. Um, Whatever, who cares? Okay, so. <laughs> you had this great fucking palette, right? Yeah. Um, and so, like, and he, he, somehow he managed just to make friends with all these fucking rich people. They're, the the guy that produced, I think it was Transformers, like, was one of his best friends. Um, he, you know, he was just fucking, like, schmoozing all these people. He would, you know, invite them to dinners, and he would always share his wines. They were like, he was super generous with wine, you know, he like. There's a video of him like, "Hey guys, I've got this box of fucking wines. What's like, up? let's you know, let's party." Yeah, you know, and he seemed like a really nice dude, right? Mm-hmm. So he starts bidding on all these wines, all of these like hard to find wines. That's why they're being auctioned. They're put apart. And he starts driving up the prices of these wines. So he's bidding on them. They're very hard to come by. So he and they're driving- already expensive, but because he keeps he's. Bidding, outbidding everybody so the prices of these wines are going up. Okay. And up and up and up and up and up and up. Okay. So the people, like, wine collectors, what they do is they collect all these wines in their cellars and they drink some and then they put some back on the market in the auctions and they make money on it. Right. So that's basically, you know, that's how you make money on your your fucking, it's like an investment. You fucking, you buy the wine... And you then you it. hold on to it. You hold And then you a put it bottles. up for auction. Yeah. But you put it up in a collection, Let so it's age. not just one bottle. You uh. co- you, it's a collection of wines. So maybe it's like, oh, you know, this vineyard had a great year, and it put out a, a nice, it put out a nice petit this year. And a oh, nice the way they talk is like crazy. They're like this. This wine is reminiscent of a sexy brothel. Uh, of horror broth, uh, yeah like a sexy brothel free of skating mom or brothel whatever you call those women um, brothel head, madam a, yeah. you know with long legs and blah blah like they just they you know trying to make it sound really Super like sexy. interesting and sexy so that people want to buy it that's yeah. how the fucking auction I would think would ill um, what is that stuff that they give out Rhea? they give it out <laughs> <laughs> they give out gonorrhea brothels. Sure the, sure the gonorrhea have... house. Let's go to the gonorrhea house. Yeah, Madam yeah. Gonorrhea. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's how they would be like. Just dis- like that's how one person describes it. Like you know, um, mm-hmm. and they you know they would like be sending these emails around talking about these wines. So it's a club. Uh, The basically, she said. <laughs> What, the kind of money that these people have that do these, that go to these auctions and buy these wines, called? they have fuck you money. Oh. So, yeah, basically, like, I just, I made three thousand, three million dollars last month. I'm gonna blow a million of it on wine. A third of your fucking money on wine? It was last month. Oh, <laughs> I made the money last month. Like oh, that was just last um, month. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. My royalties came in. <laughs> Fuck you. L- look, buy my books so I can get some royalties and get some fucking money. Guys, um, have you guys I'm sorry, let's let's you, segue this. Are you putting a commercial out right I'm now? I'm not putting a commercial out, but um check out Brandy's books. I have her links on the website. There's like two novellas. I need to write some books. There's two novellas and a novel. I need to write some And books. there's quick, easy reads. It's what is it called? The um which the, one? The smuggled love. Smuggled Love. What's that series called though? Um the I I don't even know. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't even remember. They're on the bot. they're on our website. So if you have a chance, visit W, like w her, She doesn't know what her book is called. <laughs> that's how fucking cool she is. She doesn't need to know what it's called. <laughs> Shit. Dub dub um, dub dot book of dot com and Brandy's links to her novellas are on there. Is it Book of lives Oh my god! Yeah, this must be a really good wine. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you guys later what it's called. So anyway, so yeah, he was started buying the wine and he was started to um, resell the wines at the escalated price. Mm-hmm. And so at these auctions, there was one person that was bidding like crazy against him. Like they would just you know have bidding wars, and it was the fucking representative for Bill Koch. Bill Koch is one of the Koch brothers. Okay, these people make fucking presidents. Like, these people are in an inner circle of super fucking billionaire, wealthy fucking white men Mm -hmm. that get together Mm -hmm. during fucking election season and decide who's going to be the next fucking president. Are you kidding me? No. That's how they do That's how they do. They're they're Republicans. They're they're GOP people. So, basically, it's their candidate. But they don't decide, like, oh, well, well, this Democratic... Person or this Republican person is any president, but basically that's what they do. They pretty much decide who's going to be in the running, who's going to, yeah, who they're going to fund. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay. Who they're going to fund? He funded. He fucking um, donated to Mitt Romney's campaign. Good luck. He with that. donated two million dollars to Mitt Romney Mitt Romney's campaign in two thousand four. Mm. Well, I'm just saying that's how that's the type of money this guy has. This He's fuck a fucking money. billionaire. No, 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 no. He doesn't have fucky money. He has fuck everybody money. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, he's a fucking, he's a philanthropist. He's, you know, there. these people, he's one of those people that he can hire a person to fucking do whatever he wants. The if he wants you gone, you're gone. Do dirt people. Like, yes. So, he is a collector of wine. He collects a lot of stuff, but he's a collector of wine. Mm-hmm or he was. <laughs> he stopped collecting wine after this. I bet you did stop collecting wine. After. You know what? I heard about this. I listened to a podcast um Stuff You Should Know. Mhm. And it was about the wine thing. Yeah. Yes, cuz then when you when you told me you were doing this, I was like, "Oh, fun." And I listened to like this episode like months ago, but in the co- You're right. Continue. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, he he basically he was like, "Okay, you know, he and he showed his collection. This guy has fucking wine from Thomas Jefferson's cellar from 17-fucking-82 or whatever the hell. Thomas Jefferson. Okay? So, yeah. The guy has money up the fucking ass. Um, he uh, paid 20, yeah 25 fucking grand for a 1921 Magnum uh, Petrus bottle of wine. There was no fucking magnum made by Petrus in 1921. So Mm. he was like, what? Uh, Oh, hell no. So he has a a fucking investigator that works for him because he can afford one. Yeah. And he was like, I want to know how fucking deep this goes in my fucking cellar. (gasps) Oh, because he's like, oh, I've got this wine. And someone's like, um, buddy, no one made that that year. Yeah, his investigator. He was like, that didn't exist. Oh, gosh. So this is how the... This is box. how stuff started, like, gears started turning in head. Okay. So, Bill Coke's like, what? What? He's like, huh? He's like, so, he's like, okay, get on this. Find out all the fake bobbles in my fucking cellar. Oh, fuck. This guy's name is Brad Goldstein, and he's got this dog, this, I think it's a border collie. He's so cute. Anyway, <laughs> um, so. bad cat. Yeah, he's so cute. His dog won't leave him alone during the interview. He's like, Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's funny. My dog. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, go find mommy. Go find mommy. I don't have any food for you. Um, so he um, tells him, you know, he tells him about it and he gets on it. You know, he's like, okay, let's, let's fucking do this shit. Right. Meanwhile, in fucking Burgundy, France, where, um, Burgundy, where the Burgundy, where wine Burgundy made. wine is made, mm-hmm. the fucking um, Clodou, what is it called? Clodou? It's Clou. That's Clou. Clou? I don't speak French, so I don't know. But anyway, the guy that owns it, uh, his name is Laurent Ponson. Ponson, Ponson. He is like, um, you know, and he takes great pride in his fucking product. Like, you know, this is my wine. We yeah. fucking like, and you know, his vineyard is gorgeous. His fucking, his, you know, the winemaking process, they take fucking pain t- painstaking care to produce these bottles of fucking burgundy. Mm-hmm. Oh, first, Bill Coke. Bill Coke. Goes to the auction houses and he's like, hey, I bought this bottle of wine. It's fake. Ooh. I bought this bottle of wine from you. It's a fake. And they're like, oh, too bad. So sad. Not our problem. Oh. Like, you bought this wine. It was as is. You, tough luck. Tough titty said the kitty. Right. <laughs> and so that's when Bill Coke's like, oh, fuck no. Like, you're not even like, okay. And he, tell, he says, he's like, I don't like being cheated. Like, don't fucking fuck me, dude. And so... He starts the process to figure out where these bottles came from, who sold these bottles to whom, yeah. and all that stuff. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, and he said he has more than four four million four hundred bottles worth four million dollars in his cellar that are fake. Oh shit! Yeah. So imagine like you lost four million dollars on some fucking fake shit and you wanna know what the fuck, why, who, who did it, where did it come from? Okay. You know, so you wanna get your money, right? Much. Um and the first name that comes to his mind, like that he tells um Brad, his investigator, he's like, find out everything you can about this Rudy Curry one. He's never met him, but he's the guy that's been outbidding him and shit. At these fucking auction houses, so So he's like, he had a hair up his ass. He's like, he's either got some fake wine too, and either you know, so like, we need to find out, know something, right? Okay, so. Um. And then, okay, so meanwhile, Laurent Poisson, the um, fucking guy. Monsieur Poisson. He gets a a catalog, an auction house catalog. Because, like, the auction houses, they send out these catalogs to their buyers. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you have two weeks to decide what you want. Come in, bid on it, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. Mm -hmm. He gets a catalog. And there's, Mm -hmm. like, a bunch of bottles in there with his fucking labels, with his fucking name. That never existed. Oh my god, that's disgusting. The dates are wrong. The fucking... The vintages are wrong. I'm frustrated for him. And he's like... Rah, rah, like, you know. And this is getting sold like in LA? It's all over. It's LA, New York. Basically in LA and New York. Okay. The, that's where the major auction houses are. Okay. Um, and... He's like, what the fuck? Like, so, yeah. There's fucking um, this... Close on uh, my fucking handwriting is all fucked up right here. Unless it's uh, Santo I can't I can't pronounce it, I don't know what it says, but there's a 1945, a 1949, a 1966, and a 1971 Uh vintage on there. Uh And they didn't start making this wine until 1984. So you're basically telling me that I'm buying a wine that's forty years old that never existed. And the idiot, the freaking... okay, so let me backtrack a little bit uh Rudy Harwan basically partnered with this this wine store that was a small auction they like would hold small auctions that uh he put his like he put a um um uh, yeah, he put a collection up for auction, mm-hmm. and that year. They, made, they sold a million dollars at this auction, which has never happened before. So or hundred—it was either a million or a hundred million. I want to say it was a hundred million. Um, and yeah, and it never had happened before at any house. So automatically, they become the fucking biggest fucking auction house now. Okay. Because they sold more wine than at, ever. At the, yeah, at this auction than anybody. So, he sees this fucking auction house. It's this, um, Acker Merrill and Condit. This guy's name is John. Fagan. John Capen. okay, John Capen. He's the owner... The CEO of this, this little auction... his wine store slash auction house. That stole... I mean, I stole. I'm so sorry. That sold about $100 million worth of wine. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Au, um, Acker, Merrill, and Condit is the auction house that this guy, John Capen, is involved in. So, he sells this fucking wine, right? And it was... Yeah, one was like thirty million. They basically, yeah, he sold the most wine or the highest ticketed. You know, they basically made more money that 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 year than any other fucking auction house had ever done in ever in history. Okay. So they became automatically the biggest fucking auction house. Well, he had written the owner, fucking John Capon, had written a review about these wines, these fake ass wines from the Clos de La Roche. That's it. Clos de Roche. The La Roche Winery, the Burgundy. Mm-hmm. And that didn't exist. And so he's like, how could he do that? Because he's getting 20% of the fucking sale. That's how he could, that's how he could write a review about these fake-ass wines. And, and, because you know. if you're any fucking wine person, you know these wines aren't real, right? Here's the, okay, we'll get to that. Because, yes, if you're a wine, a wine enthusiast, mm-hmm. as the way these guys claim that they are, mm-hmm. you would know. This you would know that these that these vintages never existed, and the thing about it is because they're so rare. These people want this, these wines. They it's it's from nineteen twenty seven. Like you, you can't you can't buy this in, in the store. Like you can't they they don't exist anymore. Like if they made these wines, yeah. they're all drunk up. Right. So if I can find a bottle of it, I want it. I want it to be real, and I want it to be real. Yeah. So, um. Lauren Poisson's like, fuck this shit. He goes to the fucking auction where he, these fucking fake ass wines are being sold, right? His fake ass fucking wine is being right. sold. Fuck that. And so he goes to the auction and everybody, and like apparently it's like this big fucking raucous ass fucking auction. Like these people are acting like animals up in there because they're sitting at tables and they're drinking wine oh and they're freaking acting like fucking monkeys. And he's <laughs> like, <laughs> John Capon, at the one point, is like, hey, everybody, shut the fuck up. This isn't Sotheby's. Like, shut up. And so, um, he starts to auction off these wines, right? John Capen. I mean, um, uh, Lauren Poisson stands up and he's like, withdraw my wines. And at that point, everybody's like, Root! record stop. What the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. And so, John Capon has no choice but to be like, we're withdrawing all the Claude de La Roche wines. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Oh shit. Then he's like, he goes to him after the auction. He's like, I need you to tell me where these came from. Who fucking put these up for auction? Mm-hmm. He get introduces him like to Rudy Curieau. The next day. Yeah. Curieau and, and him. He's like, he asks him. He's like, so I need you to t- you to tell me where you got these wines and. He's like, oh, you know, I buy so much wine, I don't remember, I can't remember everywhere, you know, that I got the wines from, blah, 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 blah. And so, Lauren's like, okay, this guy, he, he, you know, he's into schmoozing, he likes to be fucking friends with all of his fucking clients, mm-hmm. and, you know, so, I'm gonna basically become his friend, I'm gonna befriend him, and, you know, and maybe he'll talk. Right. So, you know he they're you know going to dinners whatnot blah blah blah, and he leaves and so he sends an email to him he's like hey I'm back in Burgundy but I need you to you know can you tell me where you got those wines he's like okay I'll 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 figure it out and I'll let you know so like a week later he sends him an email with a name and um basically saying that I got it from this guy in in Asia blah 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 he gives him a phone number he gives him two phone numbers So, Lauren calls the numbers, and he's like, the first number is a fax machine, and the sex number, the sex, the second number is a number that's not answered. The sex number. The sex, he gives him a sex number, and. Then he calls and talks for like 30 minutes. (laughs) And racks up a bill of $500. Yay. So, he couldn't, basically, he gave him the fucking runaround. Yeah. Um, and so, Lauren's doing his own fucking investigation, right? Of course. Well, Fucking uh, Brad Goldstein is also doing his investigation. For the Koch family. For Yeah. He finds out that fucking uh, Rudy has a warrant out for his arrest for overstaying his fucking visa. So he can't leave the country because he'll, he, if he leaves, he can't come back. So basically... There's a fucking, um, the warrant for his arrest to be deported. Okay. But he knows that his visa's up, so if he leaves, he can't come back. So he hasn't been, like, to France. He hasn't been to Italy. He hasn't been to any wineries to buy any wines, like, you know, like that. Um, uh, so he, they're like, okay, let's find out, because the name on his visa is the name of a company. That his, not the name, but like the the sponsors of his visa is the name of a company that his his family owns. In Singapore, okay. So he they get the address and they go there and they're like, okay, it's like a a block of fucking like just buildings that are like little markets. One's like a warehouse, you know, just little little markets and shit. And so, um, they're like, okay. They couldn't find anything at that point. This guy, this FBI guy, Jim Wynn, gets involved. And he, like, does a background check. And he's like, okay. Because apparently everybody thinks that his family, like, he's got this wealthy family. Mm -hmm. That, because Rudy, he doesn't talk about his family. Mm -hmm. Like, and, like, when people ask, he says, I don't talk about my family. Apparently they think that he's, like, an heir to the Heineken distribution um, network in Asia. Like his family is in charge of you know crazy they're, rich they're Asians. The, yeah, they're the they're the they're the Heineken distribution in fucking Asia for all of Asia. Okay. And you know they've got all this money. That's the champagne of bears. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Nothing. It's Stella Artois. Oh okay, sorry. Um actually i think it was heineken but still Artois is supposed to be the shanghai kind of beers now too so i don't know whichever one of them they having, they're having, a, they're it's having a fight a but point. it is heineken yeah um <laughs> so he's like um they and they think like um the the producer guy is like what i gathered because he went he's met his family like his mom and his brother he has a brother that's in Ch- in um indonesia and he has a brother that's in hong kong mm-hmm. And the brother from Indonesia comes, you know, so they spend like a, a weekend together or whatever. And the producer guy's like, yeah, from what, from what I gathered when I was with them was that he was receiving an allowance of a million dollars a month for wine from his brother in Indonesia who was running this, their distributorship, I don't know, whatever. And so, you know, like he's a trust fund kid. Like, he gets all this money from his parents. Like, because he doesn't work. The fucking dude doesn't have a job. He because he one. The, oh. And so... And guess what? If you went to freaking UC North... Like, a CSU Northridge? Uh-huh. You're no trust fund, baby. Um. So, right? So, um... I'm not he, trying to hate on CSU Northridge. I, I don't think... To, I went to a CSU. We both did. They're great schools, but just saying. I don't think that... He told them where he went to school. But anyway. So, yeah. Um, they, you know, people are of under this assumption that he's got all the... Oh, God, I have hiccups. Wonderful. It's the wine. I feel like this wine's warming up my freaking body. <laughs> Alcohol does make you hot. Um, so, yeah. They think he's got all this money. His family's rich. Blah, blah, blah. Well, fucking Jim Wynn, the FBI guy, is like, he doesn't have any fucking trust fund. This guy's not a fucking trust fund, baby. He's not getting any fucking money from his brother, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Tim, um, Tim Wynn. But who is funding this fucking guy? Right. His name is Jim Wynn. Jim Wynn. So, um, John Capen, after, like, they, it comes to light um, in 2009 because, um, like, Bill Koch is like, You're, you owe me fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> so he sued him. The funny fucking thing is like like you said, Bill Coke has fuck everybody money. Yeah. And he can seriously like disappear you if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? I want my money back. Yeah. Give me my money. Yeah. And he's just like, it's just the fucking it's principality the, of it. Yeah, it's the, the whole principle of the thing. Don't you fucking cheat me. I thought I had some good shit in my fucking winery collection, my feller. My, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. I've got $4 million And worth, there's $400 of fake fucking, I mean, 400 four, bottles. 400 bottles, $4 million worth of fake shit. Mm-hmm. Where's my fucking money? Right. Get them, Bill. So, yeah, Bill Coke is like, uh, you owe me money. I'm suing you. <laughs> I won. Give me my money. I, I sue you. I sue you. So. Wait, 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 wait. I dump your ass. <laughs> exactly. I sue your ass. <laughs> so he sued him in 2009. So there's like there's a, a thing going on because now everybody knows. Like Bill Koch brought this to light. Yeah. That there's all these fake shits and it's coming from this fucker. So people are like. Do, do you know if this guy was the only guy that was putting out fake wine? Or do you think there was other people putting out fake wine? Uh, we'll talk about it. Okay, sorry. Um. Uh, so, basically, yeah. Um, Bill Coke is like... 2009, he sues him. And he's like, you owe me money, blah, blah, blah. So the winery the the auction houses are like like you know they're not dealing with him anymore mm-hmm. fucking john Capen cuts ties with him he's like you're not the guy that he may fucking like put on the map basically at, as an auction mm-hmm. he's like we're done i bet you're fucking done with him after you you've used him to you know whatever. after you didn't do your due diligence okay because that's it that's what it is most these people did not do their due diligence on these wines but uh, okay when you're auction, when you're when you're at an auction, if they I'm not, if tell I'm not, you the they tell you the year of these and like I and they send you a catalog right like you said, they, they send yeah you the they catalog, they send you a catalog Google that shit right um, or you can even call the wineries like you, you don't have to be stupid but um, don't be stupid that's so, <laughs> so <laughs> uh so he Susan, Um... And meanwhile, the auction house was like, fuck this, that. I'm not doing this no more. But, of uh, fucking the next year in 2009, actually in 2009 is when he got so In 2008, this stuff started coming out. 2009, fucking, um, Christie's, the Christie's auction, which is a fucking major fucking auction house, puts up fucking wine from him. And they don't even, like, hide the fact that it's from him. He doesn't change his fucking name. And... Basically, they sold like $10 million worth of fucking fake wine. You're stupid. And so, you know, basically they're like, that put a fucking black mark on the wine auction houses. Like, you know, it, it gives them a bad name because they fucking sold all this fucking fake ass wine. So, uh, then in fucking 2012, fucking, um, Spectrum Vanquish. Which is another auction, they get bottles from him. From fucking, so and but they use a different name. And they, by now, everybody who has bought his wine and like who has socialized with him knows what these bottles look like. So there's characteristics of the bottles that they're like, those are from him. Oh. So they have like this pink wax, and they have certain, um, like, um. Uh, Certain, just the bottle characteristics the shape like, of the bottle the, 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 like the the, um, the, the, the yeah like the labels and things like that they're like those are from him mm-hmm. they're probably fake mm-hmm. and so this one guy um, what's his name Don Cornwell, he contacts them. He's like, hey, you guys are putting up these fucking wines for auction. They're probably fake. They're from fucking Rudy Koreawan, who has already been shown to be giving out, you know, to be putting up fake fake wines for auction. Yeah. They don't pull the fucking wines. They just want to make some fucking money. They're like, no, blah. So he puts out, there's this website called Wine Berserkers, which is like a forum Mm -hmm. for wine enthusiasts Mm -hmm. and wine snobs. And he puts out this thing, this warning, like, hey... This auction house is putting a. up all these bottles and <laughs> beware. <A>. And so <laughs> it went fucking viral. Of course. And they were forced to remove those wines. They should have fucking did it when he put them up on game and was like, hey, it's very clear that you've gotten these bottles from Rudy Kay. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking fraud and he's selling fake fucking wine. Mm-hmm. Um, get your shit together. Right. So in this catalog, right, there's a misprint on a bottle of wine. It's an address of a wine uh, dealer, a wine a wine house, whatever you call it, the winery, wine house, wine dealer, wine store, whatever winery. There's a misprint of the address, so instead of Ville V I L L E, it's V I L E Ville that they put on this bottle. The FBI catches one of this, and they're like, okay let's go and so they start talking to his friends because they had you know before because he was deposed back you know back in 2009 when he got sued by Bill Koch but did he get did he get um um deported no what are you talking about because his visa was up. His visa was up, yes. But they weren't... Like, he had award, a warrant for his arrest, so if he ever got in trouble, he could be deported. But he wa- they weren't actively looking for him to deport him. That's the bullshit. I'm sorry. Like, if there's a warrant for your arrest... It's the Department of Justice. It's Come like, for me. The DOJ isn't... They're not actually looking for people. Oh Unless you're a no. terrorist. So if you do something wrong, then they're like, okay, you have a warrant. We're coming for you. You get in trouble, and they're... Yeah. like Like, if... Like, say... Well, it's different for people from Mexico, obviously, but... Like if you get a ticket, a traffic ticket, yeah. and they run your shit, yeah. and then they find out that there's a fucking warrant right. for you to be deported, you can they can deport you at that point. Yeah. They actually put you in a fucking that that bullshit ass jail. Um, what are you talking about, Guantanamo Bay? What are no. you talking about? They they like that holding like the holding shit that they got those poor kids in right now. Yeah. Um, my coworker, um, he is uh, Swiss. Um, he's not my coworker anymore, but he is Swiss, and he lives out here in the U.S., but when he was, like, 17, his visa expired. It was a student visa? It was something, I'm not sure. And, um, he was in the process of getting it renewed or whatever. They put him in a detention. They put him in detention cell, and he was in jail, like, in the, the um, immigration jail thing We're grown-ass fucking people. And he was like, that shit's not cool, <laughs> like, oh, at all. No. So, they take white people, too. So, um... Cause- no, I'm just saying it's different for, for like, that guy... That that guy that got deported, like, two times, that Mexican guy, and then he came back and fucking killed somebody in San Francisco? Yeah. That, you know, they, they go immediately. They're like, get out of here. They send them to Mexico. <laughs> except they- for that, you know, this whole bullshit-ass situation. But anyway, let's not go there right now. Okay, sorry. Um, so, they start talking to his friends, and this fucking Hollywood Jeff douchebag with the fucking sunglasses on is just like, no... Rudy, not Rudy. He could never. Like <laughs> How what? Rudy. No. I could never. He could never do a thing like this. Not Rudy. First of all, he doesn't have the capacity. No. He's got ADD. I'm like, he's got ADD. That's what he's like. He's ADD. He has a short attention span. I'm like, <laughs> if you want money, you're going to do shit. Like, guess what? I'm sure I have ADHD, and who cares? <laughs> like it's just we, so dumb. We get, we get shit done. <laughs> so the FBI is like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna fucking go get him. Not Rudy. No, not Rudy. No. So <laughs> March 2012, they fucking go to his house and they knock on his door. They knock on his door and they're like, FBI, open up. FBI, open up. Oh, but first, fucking uh, Jeff. Calls him and he's like, hey, man, uh the FBI's on to you. Like they want you. They're they they think you've done this shit. They they're like they want it. They're going to come. I Can think I they're be gonna holly come get Jeff? You. Can I be Holly Jeff? Who? Rudy? It's Jeff. <laughs> God. So the FBI, they're coming for you, man. They think you've done some really shady shit. I told them not you. <laughs> but I did give them your address and they are on the they way. have <laughs> the address. So, um give <laughs> them your address. They're coming. I hope you didn't do that shit because I bought a lot of wine from you. Uh, Bye. Well, kiss Kiss. Yeah, so they go to his house. <laughs> FBI open up. FBI. <laughs> FBI. FBI. Kick and it down. the guy's like let, it down. Go get the fucking ram, right? Kick it down. Here comes fucking Rudy, opens his door all bleary-eyed in his fucking pajamas. Hey, guys, what's coming on? <laughs> After they kicked down the fucking door. No, they didn't kick the door. He opened it. Oh, he okay. came out. He fucking just woke up. <laughs> he wasn't worried. <laughs> like, he was in fucking Long la land. Literally. So, Literally. this fucking guy. Dude. Okay, so the, uh, you should see the pictures. <laughs> the pictures. House. Full of wine and wine bottles from fucking Napa Valley. Okay. Napa Valley wines. Yeah. From like 2002. That's what he's. That's what he's freaking. Marked from like up. 2007. Mm-hmm. All these newer. There he had some older Burgundies. Mm-hmm. But he had a bunch of fucking California wines. Yeah. We so put out good wine, y'all. What he was. We do. <laughs> yes. But the problem is. Our wines aren't from 1974 or 1776. Well, no. yeah, they are, because fucking Thomas Jefferson has them oh That bottle, though, it was a such a pretty bottle. Like, cause you know, old school, they didn't make the wine bottles the shape that they are now. It yeah. was like a, it was like a rum bottle from, yeah, yeah. Um, from Pirates of the Ca- Caribbean. Where's all the rum gone? Yeah. So, but it was like black glass. It was really pretty. Anyway, can I get the wine bottle, by the way? <laughs> I'm trying to tell a story here. You know what? Let's take a break. Newport Beach. The Pool House, Captain Oates, Chino, Ew! I'm Michelle, I'm Liz. and I'm Ingrid, and we're Let's Let's Talk Talk OC! We're the ladies that brought you Tree Hill Talk, and now we are on the West Coast talking about the early 2000s teen drama, The OC. Join us every Monday as we watch and review each episode. We hope you can join us! And we are back! You want some more wine? I'll take some Red Solo Cup wine. Why is all the wine gone? From a, sh- a shawl. What does that say? Okay, guys. So, we are currently... <laughs> Twist that, that damn cork we're back. We're currently uh, drinking a Shaw, Charles Shaw. 2017 California Pinot Noir made with organic grapes. Certified CCOF organic. Organic. Um, Yeah. Organic. It's got organs in it. Oh, my gosh. They're from Ceres. They're from Ceres, California. That's where um, my roommate from college is from. Oh, my God. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Yeah, Ceres. Hang on. Here. I don't don't care. There you go. Okay. So, anyway. um, So, they get in the house. There's wine everywhere. There's empty bottles everywhere. In the sink, there's three bottles with the labels soaking off. There's three bottles sitting next to the sink that are ready to be labeled. There's fucking bottles that have freaking formulas for wine creations. Mm -hmm. He's pouring... Basically, he's making fucking counterfeit fucking wine. He's concocting all these wines. He's blending. He's tasting. He's like, this is not what this... You know, like the wine... I tasted this wine at this one point and it tasted like this. I'm trying to make this wine again. Mm -hmm. You know, he was just, he had a cork, an uncorking device and then he had a recorking device. He had a a gigantic fucking printer printing off labels. So he's guilty as fuck. Like he he had had all this shit up in your place. Labels. Stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks of labels. Mm -hmm. He had the old labels from old bottles. And he had labels that he printed. He was using fucking antique paper so that you could basically antique to the fucking paper and make it look as old as it's supposed to look. The fucking, he had the corks from the old bottles that he had drunk before. He was getting bottles from fucking restaurants. Empty bottles, empty wine bottles. He's a sad sack of shit. That's what that guy is. He was, yeah, he was having those fucking wine bottles delivered to his house. He should be sham. This guy was doing the most, right? So, um, he gets arrested and they hold him without bell because they think he's a, fr- a flight risk. And his attorney... God, these two fucking attorneys are dumb fucks. <laughs> this one guy, the one attorney is like... Well, I think he was just reconditioning the bottles to make them look good. Fuck off. Go fuck yourself. Like really? You know what? The lawyers are just there to paint a fucking different story. Yeah. Your abogado. Forget how fucking fake the story is. Donde esta mi abogado? And it's just like seriously. What? What? what, Oh no no no! This other guy was like, look. Even if he was doing the stuff on the level that he was doing, it's just wine. (sighs) It's not wine. This is a financial crime. It You're, it's money involved. Yeah, a lot of money. And that's why um Jim Wynn got involved cuz he's like he's like my profession my specialty is financial fraud, my financial crimes. He gets yeah. involved in financial crime shit and that's what this was and basically for what sure. it amounted to. For sure, for sure. And not to mention duping a bunch of fucking rich idiots who fucking didn't fucking do their due diligence. But whatever. Due so, diligence, y'all. Um so yeah, and then like <laughs> he's like, "Well, you know, I think what happened was, somebody, you know, people would come to him and be like, you know, I had this one one time and it was this, 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 the best one I ever had. So he was just trying to recreate that experience for them. You know, at the end of the day, your lawyer looks really stupid, uh, lying for you, the and way they're look, lying for you. And I bet you, like, everybody in the room was like, this is bullshit. Yeah. And so the prosecutor... Um, the federal prosecutor was like, If you believe that he was reconditioning wines, then you probably or the bottles, then you probably believe that a man in a red fucking suit with a white beard is gonna come down your fucking <laughs> chimney and deliver to you a bottle of nineteen forty seven whatever wine it was that he said. It's just what I wanted for Christmas. Oh my god, it was so I was just like <laughs> <laughs> he's hilarious. You think like you're a fucking idiot. Okay, but much. yeah, like, <laughs> don't fucking try to pull that shit, dude. You're smarter than that. And you're funny, a fucking attorney. But the funny thing is, the attorney's like, yeah, I know it's garbage. I'm trying to convince these 12 fucking jurors sitting over here. Or is it 13? It's already happened. Is it 13 jurors? It's 12. 12. But it's already happened. Like, I know but it's he's happening. But he's still telling that story. Like, well, you know, I think this is what... No, 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 no. Okay. Anyway. So. So. He didn't mean to rob her, Brandy. Oh, God. He was trying to take the purse from her and alleviate the pressure from the purse. So, Rudy gets convicted and he gets 10 years in jail. He has to pay back people their fucking money restitution, right? Huh? And he has to get deported. So, he's going to serve his fucking time mm-hmm. and he can't get out till he this was in 2012. March 2012 is when he got uh, or I don't think he got convicted in March, but it was in 2012. I will find out for you. Continue. Um, He was arrested March 8th. So, and I'm pretty sure that it took a little longer than that, because he, like, apparently had, like, lost a lot of weight while he was in jail. I'm sure he did. And, um... They're like, Rudy, what you in here for? Wine fraud? Well, uh... Like, yeah. Like, so he's in a fucking federal prison. He's actually... He's in Taft. Um, you fucking kidding me. He's in Taft. Um You should be ashamed of yourself. He um yeah, so he has to he won well, he's not eligible to be released until January uh, two thousand uh twenty twenty one. So he has to serve at least fucking ninety percent or ninety nine percent of his sentence. Mm-hmm. And then he gets deported after that. So, so he was convicted on December 18th, 2013. December 18th. Mm-hmm. That's okay. when the jury found him guilty. The judge later sentenced him to 10 years imprisonment. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So basically, like after all this, right? Good show fucking Hollywood Jeff with his fucking bottles. And he's like, This is a bottle. This is one of Rui's bottles that he sold us or sold that I bought, mm-hmm. whatever. And you're going to see that it's real. And so he shares it with his little fucking angry men friends. Mm -hmm. That fucking douchebag, the one that that I talked about earlier was named David something. David Fredstein. Mm -hmm. And one of the other guys, right? He he shows up at at this winery or this wine store or whatever it is. Wine bar. It's a wine bar. And then they go to another wine bar. Mm-hmm. and he t- brings his freaking box of wine with him, and he's like, yeah, this is one of Rudy's, and, you know, it's real. Like, we, it, 90% of the stuff, or 99% of the stuff that he, he saw sold this was real. And this guy, he's like, um, David Fredston's like, here, taste this. This is one of the um, the ones that Le- Levy got from, from the guy goes, he tastes it. Well, first he smelled it. He smells it. He's like, how long has this been open? The guy's like, oh, two hours, Fredston. David Fredston. He's like, oh, two hours. He's like, and then he tastes it. He's like, this is garbage. <laughs> and they're like, you don't think it's real? Like, he's like, no. He's like, I've been drinking this vintage, this bottle. I know it well. He's like, this one has, he said, what do you say? The 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 real stuff basically is reminiscent of a, of, a what do you say? A rich BLT with an egg on top. He said, this shit is scum juice. <laughs> Ooh, shit. Scum <laughs> <laughs> juice. Damn. I thought it was so funny he was like and they disgusting you should have seen the look on Hollywood Jeff's face sunny he had egg on his face for sure "Eh." and he goes "Uh, well that's disappointing let me go (laughs) ahead and tuck my fucking tail between my legs and scurry on out of here and then there's another guy he's like well how many of these bottles do you have and he's like well I don't know like six and they're like like you're stupid and the guy walks out laughing it's so funny he goes this is fucking piss. What is this? <laughs> he's like, I drink the real shit on the reg. Yeah, he's like, I know this bottle very well. Like, and it's funny because the producer guy, the one that he had said that you know he um, had spent time with him and his with um Rudy and his family, he was like, everybody in this town is full of shit, duh, except Rudy <sighs> because Rudy. His palate was, cor- like, the way his palate was. He's not talking about, like, the fact that he was, like, fake- making fake wines. But the fact that he knew what he was talking about when it came to wine. He he, he, so had, he, a he yeah, had a talent. He had a talent for wine. Yes. And so he was able to fake these bottles because these other guys... He could taste what was These other guys wine. didn't know shit about wine. Like, yeah. they just were drinking expensive wine because they could. Because they were angry men. They were drinking expensive wine because they could. And it showed right then and there when he was like, ugh, that's disappointing. Not disappointing. You, you know, can tell this is real. No, it's not. You know what this reminds me of? I'm not at all a wine concert. connoisseur. Connoisseur. Con... Connoisseur. Whatever. I don't do the wine. <laughs> but what I do do is the vodka. What you do-do? You do-do? I do do vodka. Wagon. And I know if I bought a fucking table and they brought me a bottle, I can tell when that shit's fucking watered down. Oh, yeah. I can tell when that shit's not fucking stole like, bring me my Stoli, bring me my Grey Goose, don't bring me this watered-down bullshit. Because, mm-hmm. like, if I've had a couple drinks... and I'm, water. And I am still have my wits about myself, you yeah, have watered this down. Uh-huh. If it tastes like fucking soda, like, when I mix it up, it should taste like straight vodka. And, uh, do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, you can tell when they've brought mm-hmm. you watered-down bullshit, and they do that a lot in clubs.
0: Yeah, they do.
1: I want to see you take... The Especially, like, with the well, the well stuff. Oh, I can't drink well vodka. Like, my head will freaking Anything break. that's a well drink. I can't do it. They will water down. It, but, no, they do it for table service, too. They're supposed to open the, it up. I was going to say, that bottle shouldn't even be open. But Exactly. It. They're supposed to open it up right in front of you. They're supposed to remove the label right in front of you. And, mostly, they do not do that. So, like, when you guys get a fucking table at a club, you're spending a lot of money. Hmm. Make sure they freaking crack that shit open right in front of you. Well... I know I've had... Like, when I had my birthday... Um, In Lancaster When we did When I turned 30 Lancaster Remember Was it in Palmdale Oh it was in Palmdale Yeah I was living in Lancaster Okay um, But do you remember um, At that place that we went to And I got a table And I felt like the drinks Were like the The bottle was watered down Cause I think I got Patron And I got a bottle Wait. of Um Exactly Patron And I had a bottle of Grey Goose And it was watered down Oh Cause they recycle those bottles They think they're fucking slick they anything to save a buck and anything to make more money it's disgusting i don't think that place exists anymore no it does not dj craggy c used to dj there it was called crave yes it was called cuz they um my well, actually my former coworker used to go there cuz like what was it like um friday night was like ladies night every night if you wore heels you got in for free <laughs> before ten. Of course, late so and then we would get like we would go mm-hmm. and um like well I went with her once, but she would go and just like go dance. Mm-hmm. And um um DJ Craigie C was DJing there at the time. I just know that they think they're fucking slick and I've paid for bottle service more than enough times, which is ridiculous. Don't I mean it's a waste of fucking money. But, um, it's a good time. Okay, so anyway, we get, get back to him and like, we're almost done with him. Sorry. So, okay. Um, um. Finally, the air is kicking on. Brad. I'm melting in here. Bill Koch's investigator is still, like, trying to figure, like, is still, basically, like, at the time, they were like, okay, this guy is a modern-day Great Gatsby. Like, he has reinvented himself. Rudy? Rudy. And so they're like, how, how did he do this? Who funded him in order for him to be even able to buy these bottles? Because mm-hmm. his family isn't wealthy. Like, his his family was well-to-do in Indonesia, but here they didn't have any money. Right. Like, they weren't a re- wealthy family. Well, they dig into his family. His uncles are bank robbers!
0: Oh, shit.
1: His fucking... Both of his uncles... One uncle fucking embezzled... uh 565 million dollars from the bank in fucking... Indonesia and um, it said he misappropriated the funds whatever and he fled from Indonesia he fled to China and he's still in China still on the fucking run today your eyes are so big right now the other fucking uncle owned a bank in fucking China, or was it Indonesia this is his mom's his brothers. mom's brothers and fucking took one says 670 million, the other says 780 million. Either way, took all that money. Basically, took the money from the bank. So nobody, everybody, all the money. Like all the bank shut the fuck down. Dude, I'm like, I'm in shock right now. And went to Australia. So, <laughs> both of these fuck faces took all this money. They fucking figure out that. One of the, um, that, that company that the family owned in Indonesia, the one that, that they went to... Yeah. Was fucking... The front? They're fucking, they owned that. Okay. That's where the money was coming from. To bankroll fucking Rudy's fucking shit. So they were putting, they were funneling the money into the business in Indonesia, and then that money is then funding Rudy to sell this wine. Because Rudy, but Rudy was doing... This, this, the wine making and stuff, because mm-hmm. the, the, um, the, uh, Laurent, uh, Ponceau guy, mm-hmm. he was like, it takes about an hour to fake a bottle of wine. It takes, he said, so like, to 1,560 bottles, which is basically what it amounted to that he had fucking, how many counterfeited, 1,560, about that, he was like, mm-hmm. so it took about 1,560 hours for him to do this. He's like, how he couldn't have done this by himself. Okay. His fucking brothers in fucking Indonesia and Hong Kong, he was sending them money. He sent $17 million to them. So they were sending each other. He was, he was, they were sending, basically, they were fucking, they were doing this together. It's <coughs> a family affair. It's <coughs> a family affair. So the, F, the FBI, like, they're, they believe that these two motherfuckers were helping this guy do this. So, his uncles funded the money, and then he had two brothers that were doing this? Yeah, and the money that the uncles took has never been recovered. Like, less than 10% of it has been recovered. Well, if the dude, if they're both still on the fucking run, why do they- No. No, the other one, um, the guy in China, the one that fled to China, he's on the run. Okay. The other one was indicted in Australia. Okay. Um... Are you, like, he owns a bank and he takes out the fucking money? Took all the money and bounced. That was people's money. Yeah, and they had an interview with the people. The guy was like, I, I spent, I saved up 38 years of my money and it's gone. Oh, that makes me sick. <laughs> that kind of makes me fucking sick. These are privately owned banks in these countries. Like, Bank of America is not a privately owned bank. No. But these are privately owned banks. Like... And there's no FDIC over there. It's the Wild Uh, West. Exactly, except it's the East. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, he pleaded not guilty, and he got 10 years. And they're like, you know, people like this who do things like this are delusional. Like, they don't want to admit the truth. They don't want to accept that this is happening to them, so they don't plead guilty. (laughs) Even though you did the shit. And so, it's basically the first ever case of somebody fucking counterfeiting wine to be prosecuted and be, like... Do jail time, and of course the attorneys are like, "Well, that's just there's I've I've defended people in the mob where there were dead bodies involved, and they didn't get this much time. It's ten years. So that is the story. There were dead bodies involved. Uh, Yeah, they didn't get ten years. Yeah, like oh, I'm so upset. Fuck that. Anyway, you fucked with Bill Koch. Okay, (laughs) you fucked with Bill Koch. Like you're not you're not getting away with it. It's not happening. Um, I want him buried under the prison. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the story of Rudy Kurniawan, the fucking modern-day Great Gatsby. Damn. Um, and I was just like, wow. Like And, like, the guy was just like, meh. Like, you know, just... He wasn't, like, defensive, like, no, you know, he was just, like, whatever. Oh, one of the guys was, like, are you independently wealthy that he was, like, having dinner with? I was, like, are you independently wealthy? And then he was, like, no, I scam people. (laughs) That's what he said. But he was, like, trying to be sarcastic. He was being sarcastic. Yeah, but he was, like, no, no, I scam people. Oh, and then there's, like, one, there's a shot of him at an auction, and he's, like, um they they're auctioning off a bottle he's like oh man i just opened that bottle last week cuz he had the same bottle yeah. i opened that bottle last week now i feel bad maybe he's like can i can i uh refill it and put the cork back in and like okay so you're talking about shit that you already do dude mm-hmm. like you 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 know yeah. like he gave himself away but at the time it wasn't like you know taken seriously cuz it was in jest but it's like yeah you're fucking shit And at one, at like one, one on one end, I'm like these guys. Most of these guys deserve that shit because you're basically putting on fucking airs, drinking expensive ass bottles of wine that you know nothing about. Mm -hmm. You're doing it just to say you did it, and that's the that's the bottom fucking line. You're not a wine connoisseur to where you know that this fucking vintner didn't make this bottle of wine in this year. (laughs) You're basically putting on airs because. They said now, like it's changed the game to okay, where people yeah. people are researching like wine collectors. You should are researching the bottles before they get them, and I'm like, if I'm spending yeah. like seriously, like I don't like to spend more than ten dollars on a bottle of wine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's expensive for me. Ten dollars for a bottle of wine, but if you're, you know, that's why Barefoot Wine. Yes, Barefoot Bubbly, mm-hmm. Barefoot Wine. Ba- their freaking mm-hmm. Riesling is good. The affordable wine that okay. has won awards. Okay, because guess what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get a buzz. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But um, if you're spending like thousands of dollars on wine, do your fucking investigating. Like, fit, make sure it's some real shit when they send you that catalog. Investigate All you gotta it. do is Google. Yeah. Google it. Or you can call the vineyards. You can call them and say, hey, there's this bottle for sale or uh, for auction. I want to know, did you make this? Yeah. That's all you gotta do. They know what they've made. I was watching, um, I was watching something on YouTube, and it was, like, this guy who investigates fraudsters, like, they definitely does, and he was, like, this one dude would be, like, when they're, like, oh, well, you know, what's your, what's your, because you have to to do, like, trading and whatever, you have to be, um, you have to have some type of number, it's called, like, a, um, a, I don't know what it is, you guys know what it is, but. Wait, what are you talking about? He, okay, you said he investigates fraudsters. He, He investigates cons. So, and he was, like, he was talking to these people, and people, when they're, like, doing trading and stuff, like Bernie Madoff, like, stock exchange and stuff like that. Oh, okay, yeah. You have to have a trade number. Yeah, or something you like have that. to, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he'll say. Like oh. doctors, they have their own number, like, to write prescriptions. Exactly. So, then he was, like, always ask for that fucking number. And he was, like, one guy, I'm like, yeah, I've got a number. This is the number, blah, blah, blah. And I suggest you call and verify. And he's, like, 98% of the people do not call. They but don't call. Of course they don't. And it's too much work. It's too much work. And it's too like, much. It's and I, I will admit that I am guilty of this. I'm lazy as fuck. Okay. I don't want to do it. So I'll be like, eh, whatever. You, he has. He's not fake. And I'll put my fucking faith in some bullshit mm-hmm. and get fucked. Except I don't do that because I don't do anything like risky. Like that. yeah, like, it's super I don't. Risky. Like, like uh, do, do your like she's saying do your fucking due diligence if you've got a lot of money on the line. Like, a lot of money to me is $100. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of money yeah. to me. And, like, if I'm, I'm going to investigate, I'm going to read the fine print. Mm-hmm. And he was saying something to the effect of, like, people who read the fucking fine print, they're not getting conned. The people who don't read the fine print are getting conned. So he was like, readers don't get conned. And people, he was like, people who don't read get conned. And people who do read don't get conned. It was something I posted. But, um... Right do your due diligence,
0: man.
1: I feel like it's easy. Like th- this what this one right here is one of the easiest things to do. The wine is thing. to fucking find out if this wine exists. So tell me about other people that are doing cuz I asked you like so there's other people. Oh. Well, apparently there have been they have found other fake wines like that are in circulation. Mhm. But they don't know who they are. They're from like, uh, basically, a lot of people are attributing all the fake wines to Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you, Rudy. They're like, um, um, the lady, um, the one, uh, the lady that he had who called. on the scene. Yeah, she, um, like she does that. She she finds fake wines, and they showed her in action. And she was like, they were talking about um some wine, and she was like, that fucking wine didn't exist until this year. You know, like. And she says she goes through and she looks at the like she gets the bottles in hand. She looks at the paper. Mm-hmm. She looks at the corks. She looks at the wax. She looks at um, the aging, like if the fucking bottle looks aged. If it, like, you know, she said, um, what did she say? There's like a, you're a 17 a year old's body with a 20 year old face or something like that, or not a 50 year old face or something mm-hmm. like that, or a 50 year old's body and a 20 year old's face or something like like the label versus the bottle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um like making sure like the cork is, is the right cork, is it the cork that they used at that time? Is it the wax that they used at that time? And Bill Cope was like they even found fucking Elmer's glue on one of their bottles. Oh my like, god. Like they weren't even using Elmer's glue, you know, at that time it, it didn't even come into play, you know, it's just like there's a lot of different things that you have to look for yeah. in these bottles. And th- just to know that if they're if they're fi- just call the winery. <laughs> <laughs> Your face, Brandy, stop looking at me like... Did this bottle exist at this time? Okay, if it did, great. Now do the other stuff. Okay, yeah. But don't, I mean, like... That's the hard, like, it's like, oh, you just made up a fucking bottle of wine. You, yeah, you... You made you, up a vintage you, wine. Um, that didn't exist at all, ever. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Thank you. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Like... <sighs> I'm going to go to Target and I'm going to spend $10 on some wine. And and get like $5. The only thing I spent like... Okay, so... So, do you remember when, you know, Jamal and I got married at the wedding? We Mm -hmm. had people sign a bottle of wine. So, I spent $15... Oh, my God. On those bottles of wine. (laughs) Are you serious? And they're they're both Pinot Noir. Mm -hmm. And we haven't opened a bottle yet. So, um... I'm looking forward to cracking that bitch up in a few years. Uh, Up? Cracking it up or Open. Open. Um, it reminded me of Sideways. When... And I'm not drinking any fucking Marla! I love Sideways. That movie's crazy. Um, yeah. It just reminded me of Sideways. I'm like... These people... There are... I mean, there are, yes. There's wine experts. that are. That know what the fuck they're talking about. And then there's wine experts who call themselves wine experts but don't know shit about wine. Then there's wine connoisseurs who have wine as their hobby and then there's wine snobs who just drink expensive wine because they can and that's what these guys were yeah they were wine snobs they didn't know shit about wine and they're going around i loved i just i loved to watch his fucking face when When he was like when he learned that that fucking bottle of wine was garbage because that's the words that he the other guy used he was like this is garbage and they're like, You don't think it's real? No. He's like, It's not. Like, it I, I know this bottle. I know this wine. Like Yeah. And I was just like, Ha <laughs> Hollywood yeah. Jeff, take your stupid fucking sunglasses off. The whole time, even when he was in the fucking winery, the wine bar, he had his fucking sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. This fucking dude probably wears sunglasses when he's driving at nighttime. I wear my sunglasses at night. Fucking dun, dun, cause an accident, dumb shit. That, that's like the one of the biggest fucking pet peeves that I have. Or see, them. maybe the guy was just always hungover, so he needed them on or whatever. But I'm like, are you that ugly that you have to cover your fucking eyes Geez, with your fucking Brady. sunglasses? I hate that. That bugs me so much. You're not cool. You're a fucking stuffy dick.
0: You're a stuffy dick?
1: <laughs> that's my, but that's gonna go on my freaking Instagram. Stuffy dick. Stuffy dick. Yeah, he's in Taft. He's incarcerated at Taft Correctional Institution. Uh-huh. And we he, can drive there right now. We can. And his earliest possible release date is 2021, January 29th, tw- That's what I said. January 2021 is when he can get out. Um. um hear that part. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to Taft and be like, why'd you do that, dude? Dude. But he, they had um tried to, tried to get him for the um, interviews. He didn't respond to their requests. I'm sure you can go over there and get an interview, Brandy. <sighs> he didn't respond to their requests. Did interview. you know his other name was Dr. Conti? Yeah, I saw that, but I didn't see any relevance. Cause so he was actually charged for wine fraud and mail fraud. And mail fraud, yeah. Yeah, interesting. And actually he was charged also for wire fraud, but uh, he was convicted of mail fraud and and that other one. <laughs> wow. Like, who knew wine fraud existed? Exactly, yeah. It's just like, mm. I think if there's money out there and there's people who want to spend a bunch of money, people are going to try and get your fucking paper, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start a fraud. It's gonna be. Um. It's gonna be tattoo fraud. <laughs> <laughs> tattoo fraud. Hey, hey, do you want this really expensive tattoo? Give me $10,000. I don't know how to do tattoos. And so I'm gonna tattoo you in gold. That won't work. For let's me. get the Amy's from Why I'm Single. I know, get let's, let's get involved in some fraud, Amy's. No, other Amy's like, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Amy D's like, no, no, no. I'm coming for you. And then we can get, we can get nickels. And she's like, okay. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm kidding, girls. You guys are stand-up ladies. We love you. Um, I just, I'm like, what? Like, who comes up with this stuff? And the thing is, like, wh- I don't understand. I would like to know what went through his head to think that he was going to get away with this. Because... The wineries and the vintners, they get these catalogs, and they look at them. Mm-hmm. And they look at the, auction, the stuff they that they Maybe they just not care. Maybe they didn't care. They're like, well, I'm interested in this particular wine. This other stuff, I don't care. And they probably send these things out to any and everybody, who, anyone who showed up, anyone that's shown interest. But you, as you're... Okay. It okay. shouldn't okay. have taken this off. He's a to vintner. Out. It, yeah. yeah. Like, um... Laurent... Don... What is his name? Duplac? Don... Plot, oh, don't, whole, oh, whatever. The, yeah. He was like, "This isn't my shit, and I'm gonna fucking go stop this." Like he came to this country he said, to stop a you're fucking. You're ruining my fucking shit, and like, that's exactly he was like. That's a fucking stain on Burgundy mm-hmm. for this fucking fake ass wine to be floating around, and I'm gonna stop whoever fucking did it. Yeah, his name was uh, Domaine. Besson. No, that's the that's the the winery that's the made by the Domaine Ponsot from the His name basis. is Laurent Ponson. Oh. he's the the family like you know the Ponson family. Lapeur. But okay there was like three three wines that that people were asking for. There was um I can't remember what it was. There was one that it sounded Italian to me. And then there was the the Claude uh that one mm-hmm. the Domaine Ponsot one. Mm-hmm. And then there was another one. And those were the three that they kept... Oh, Cloud St. Denis. <laughs> Claude St. Denis. Laurent. Oh, no, no, You said the cloud one. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. yeah um, they kept saying these names over and over and over. I was like, those are the ones that was probably... Fit. I mean, there was actually... He had labels for like all bunch, a whole he bunch of... He probably could them. find something one. that was comparable to it. Well, yeah. what he was doing was... He was... Okay. So, he would get older burgundies. hmm that and and newer wines that had the same notes. Yeah. So like he'd be like, okay, this one has something more comparable. Of a, yeah. And then he would blend them. So he was doing a blending. And then he would taste it. If it didn't taste right, he would dump it. And so like making, he was write down every like he was he was making formulas for these wines. Yes. He freaking would on the bottle he would write down what was in it. So I thought he was just like swapping labels. Uh-uh. I didn't know he was actually mixing wine. You weren't listening because <laughs> I, I said was it. drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. I've was, been drunk since yesterday. I told you I drank too much champagne yesterday. Are you was listening? Blending wines. He was using like a, the older Burgundies as a base, and yeah. then he was mixing in these fucking California fucking Merle- uh, wines. Oh, this one has more of a fruity I'm base, a fruity him. taste, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, he fooled, he fooled the dumbasses, basically, is what happened. Mr. Dumas. Okay. Because they were just bidding on these wines, and then they were... The, oh, you'll tell you can. You'll, you'll see that this is real. Dude. It tastes like wine. Skunk kiss. <laughs> it tastes like wine. Yeah. That's the first thing. It tastes like wine. So if I go in there, like, I will, I am not a fucking, I can't tell you if there are notes of no, well, actually, I can, but I'm not the asshole that's like, Mmm, this tastes like a cheeseburger. No, 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 no. I, um, I it can't do. It tastes like not, I can tell you if there's egg. vanilla in my white wine, my vanilla notes, because there's they don't actually put those in there. Just the, it's, the, the the it's just the aging process. It's the aging process. The aging and everything creates the taste. It, yeah, it flavors the wine. But these dudes are just a bunch of dicks who fucking drink a bunch of fucking expensive wines because they can afford it. Yeah. That's it. Yes. That's basically it. If you guys can afford expensive wine, visit us on Patreon. If you can afford expensive wine, be my sugar daddy. Or, How about that? Or be brandy sugar daddy. <laughs> or, I, need, I need supplies. Visit us on Patreon <laughs> um, at Book of Life Podcast or www.patreon.com
0: Backslash
1: Book of Life Podcast. And will not you be my neighbor? So I was like thinking about this, right? Cause I, I just like I don't know why I like traveled into Harry Potter world one day in my brain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What would your Patronus be? Ooh, my Patronus would be I'd be a fucking um it'd be a ram. Really? Oh, well, I'm an Aries, um, and I think it would be a ram because I'd be like, hey. I'm gonna be nice, but get in my fucking. I'm gonna headbutt your fucking yeah, ass, knock you the fuck <laughs> out of here. I'm uh-huh. gonna start fucking charging you. <laughs> Expecto uh-huh. right patra. And then it's a fucking ram, just <laughs> boom boom boom. Uh-huh. What will yours be? I think mine would be a falcon. Ooh. Why? Because like ever since like I was a teenager, I like always wanted to fly, and I always have dreams of flying, Ooh. and I'm just like. I wish I could fucking fly. I want to fly. Did you check out what your, your, um, your, what's that animal? The, um, and I think I have some powerful fucking jaws and I'll bite your fucking face off. And like, Falcons grab you like with their claws, right? Oh yeah. They pick up little puppies and eat them. Fuck. (laughs) (sighs) Or little kitties or rodents, whatever. You know, um, they're, they're birds of prey. Your, um, what's that animal called? when you mix your, 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 it's, you mix what? What do you mix? What do you mean? Your zodiac in the year you were born. It's your carno, your carno, your cardinal, and anim- oh my god, I don't know what that is. Spirit was- animal? No, it's from <laughs> YM I'm single. It's your um. So what is it called? Your what now? Cardinal animal? Your primal zodiac. That's what it's called. Oh my God. you That took you forever. It's in my phone. It's called your primal zodiac. So mine is um, mine is a, a Doberman pitcher, pin, pincher. Mm-hmm. And mine says, which I feel like is so true. So it's like my primal... Okay, so it's much like the animal namesake, members of the Doberman pincher sign are something of a contradiction. They can be dominant and aggressive one minute, then insecure and anxious the next. Doberman pinchers are very focused individuals. Once they decide what they want, there's no stopping them. The only downside is that they don't plan very well, and their impulsive actions get them in trouble. They rarely worry about this, though, as they have a way of bouncing back from most bad situations. Dobermans have trust issues that stem from their own naivety, naivety, Naivete. Naivete. They are consistently weary of what to trust because they have a tendency to believe anything they're told. Members of do the you, do, Are you gullible? <laughs> I am a little gullible. Uh-uh. Members of the sign are typically outgoing and adventurous and think that everyone should be. They enjoy talk, taking others with them on their adventures and acting as a guide oh. and helper, hoping and expecting that everyone else will enjoy it as much as they do. What's yours? Mine is a penguin. Ooh, okay. So it says, intelligent, curious, and social, those born under the sign of the penguin love nothing more than coming up with creative solutions to any kind of problem, mm-hmm. which is kind of true. This is the sign of thinkers and analysts. Okay, I got it. Uh, those inquisitive about how everything works. That's exact. I remember when I took that. You don't remember, but I took that fucking TV apart, <laughs> apart and mom was pissed. You take everything apart. I, I don't do it anymore, but I did. Yeah, I used take shit apart. Um. And then I can, I can never put it together. Exactly. Members of this sign are often very intel, intellectually advanced at an early age. And this strong desire to learn drives the majority of their life decisions as they grow up. Many intellectual signs tend to be solitary. I usually, I am, mostly. But penguins are the rare breed that require a good amount of socialization. I like to go out every now and then, but I, I, I am like a fucking loner. I, need to, I was like thinking that yesterday. I was like, I need to fucking go out more. I need to be more social. I was so happy to hear that you went out with Lucinda. <laughs> their happiest moments are when they solve a puzzle. Yes, that's true. Or conquer a challenge. That's also true. The sense of pride coming from their accomplishments is always a highlight of their days. They, but they can't properly celebrate by themselves. Penguins need others around to share in their delight. That's also true. They also need a certain amount of attention in order to feel resolved with one challenge. And move on to the next. I don't think I need that much attention. It doesn't have to be 100% accurate, but I, well, I am I am naive at certain points. I'm like, really? Is that true? And then I, I Google it because I'm not sure. Or I'll ask somebody you about something. it. Like, if I'm just like, that's not true. Is it? And I'll look into it. Is that true? <laughs> but I, I am I am about an adventure. I do like to take people along for the ride, and I do hope you're having as much fun as I am. And I am very spontaneous since, like, I'll get something in my head. And I'm like, let's fucking do it. I gotta do this, and then it's like, oh shit, I didn't even think this out, but we're gonna figure this shit out, let's fucking do it, like, that's how I am, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, your primal zodiac, well, I, it's a, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good, it's kind of accurate, yeah, there's like some, a couple of places where I'm like, nah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it, okay, cool, um, Ready? tell me about your thumbs up, <sighs> My, it's kind of a thumbs up and a, uh, and a thumbs down or a yay and a boo <laughs> it's a yeah boo. <laughs> because okay a yeah, but, it's a yeah but <laughs> yeah but i went to the tlc concert yesterday at the palmdale amphitheater and it was fucking fun mm-hmm. but it was only an hour long <laughs> and i'm like what mm-hmm. everybody everybody it was so funny because we were all like It's over? That's it? It's It's only an hour. Like, it was an hour. So if you was late, you would have been fucked. You were... Girl, if you tried to show up at fucking 8.30, they probably would have been like, sorry, you gotta leave. Because it started at 8. And it ended at fucking, like... I looked at my my clock. It was 9.12 when it, like, ended. Aww. And I'm pretty sure it didn't start exactly at 8 because the fucking people, the Palmdale representatives and stuff were talking. So... But it was fun, you know. They they brought me back, brought me back. I heard, you know, some gems mm-hmm. that I hadn't heard in a while, nice. and I was like, yes. Sixth grade. That was when I first got my fucking TLC tape. We my got tape. We got it. Remember, we got um from from, from for Sean from our birthday. We got crazy sexy like the um. I didn't get crazy sexy. The cool. red one. You probably got a tape. I bought crazy sexy cool the CD, but the first the first tape. It was a tape. Okay. It was on the TLC tip. On the TLC tip. Yes. And I remember I would play, What about your friends? all loud out the window because that was everything when fucking Lynn Sanchez. That was like right after Lynn Sanchez and I weren't friends anymore because her parents said so. Oh um, her. Ugh. Anyway. And anyway. So what was it? what's your thumbs up? Um I like hanging out with my friends. <laughs> 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 okay. I like hanging out with my friends too. That's a thumbs up. What does that mean? Like, um, I, I, you know what I really like. Honestly, I it kind of touched me a little bit because you know Rupa was there with her kids and um, Farrah was there with her kids and it was just like we didn't like grow up together, but we were in college together and we're all like the same age and our kids are hanging out with each other. But you didn't go to college with her. Me and Farrah are the same age. Okay. And um, <sighs> I just thought it was awesome because like you know. Um, Jace loves Kendall. Like he's like, is Kendall going to be there? How old is he? He's he's, like five. He's about to turn seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, because their birthday I thought was turned, younger than that. He, their birthdays are a day apart. So Kendall turns ten on the twenty third, and Jace turns seven on the twenty fourth. Maybe I should do like a joint birthday one day. Well, she was like, someday. Well, it was cute because she was like, well, I'm going to Six Flags for my birthday. Do you want to come? Ah. And um, he was like, oh, well, my birthday is the next day. She was like, I know. And I was like, you know, we're going out to Houston. He was like, but. You're not gonna be here on the 24th, huh? And we're like, no, she's she's gonna be leaving. And he was like, oh man, like they were trying to make plans. <laughs> so like you, you guys are kids, knock it off. B- by the way, I got her a planner for her birthday. <laughs> oh, you, she would love that. I okay. had told her I was gonna get her one, and she was she kept bug. She kept, did you get my? And she, I don't think she keeps calling it. She doesn't call it a planner. She says something the else. Day and I'm just day. like, well, anyway, let me finish. Um, mm-hmm. I just thought that was cute, and then like Gavin and like Gavin loves Kendall. And so, like, I think the kids are just, like, so close in age, and I love that they're growing up together. And, like, when we get together, like, the one time a year in Fresno and (laughs) we hang out, that they're growing up together. You know what I'm saying? I just hope they kind of keep this bond and take it with them later on in life and just kind of remember this. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So that's my thumbs up for the kids. Like, you know, they get on my nerves sometimes, but I fucking love the shit out of them of course and I hope they appreciate the shit that the struggle that we do for them honestly the struggle that you know everyone's parents the struggle do. is fucking real the struggle is fucking real so these kids will eventually remember these and think back in the nostalgia I'm like oh remember this I remember this bop 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 yeah yesterday um this is going on like two hours is it? <laughs> two one Oh my god well okay Real quick. Lucinda um, was like... We were going through her pictures. And there was oh, like god. pictures of us at the fucking David Matthews Band concert mm-hmm. back in 2005. Mm-hmm. And then there's pictures of the kids when we went camping. And I was just like, oh my god, your wife was so little. And Caitlyn was so little. Because Caitlin's like... She's at fucking ABC now. And... Giovanni is, you know, about to be almost graduating high school. Yeah. And I'm just like, ugh. God, that was so long ago. Dude, it's crazy. Like, time just flies by. Yeah. It's nuts. So, whatever. Um, oh, my God, I'm so rude. Hey, if this is your first episode, hi. <laughs> How are you? Oh, my God, I'm so rude. Did <laughs> you like it? Hmm. I hope you enjoyed it. And for you guys coming back, welcome back. Thank you for enjoying us mm. and being <laughs> a part. Don't don't hate Brandy. I just love it when you're always off key. <laughs> I think I was on point. No, oh, okay, cool. You guys let me know because yeah. Brandy's a hater. Hey man, I'm just saying. Yeah, but um, if you did like what you heard, please leave us a review. Again, it does help us get found. You know, we're just two chicks in a room talking to a microphone and on, a floor, on, a floor, on a floor sitting on a floor sitting on a floor so uh, leave us a review that helps us out it's something free that you can do for us so we really would really appreciate like three minutes of your time yeah. to like it subscribe give us five stars and if you didn't like it tell us why and still give us five stars thanks
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you can visit us online at www.bookoflifepodcast.com did I drop that W? yep www.bookoflifepodcast.com you can find all of our social on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can find us there. And let me just say something really quick. Um, Audrey, in her movie. Hepburn? Oh. Okay. <laughs> it's called Aftermath. hmm And um, she wants to go to some, um, some festivals. What's that called? Film festivals. Film festivals. So she's trying to <laughs> put this movie together. So it's going to be feature length. Or is yes, it just it's be- a feature-length film. Oh, okay. So she wants to go to some festivals, and she... I want to see it! She's doing crowdfunding. So I went ahead, and I put it up on our, our face, Not on our Facebook, excuse me. I put it up on our website, com, on our show notes page. So take a look at our show notes page. There's quite a few things there. And um, you can learn more about Aftermath, the film that we saw at the LACMA. Well, we saw a few minutes of it. <laughs> <laughs> At the no, last month. Saw the whole thing Well, yeah. Well it's the whole short film. The whole short film of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's doing a GoFundMe. So if you want to help her get this film seen by more people, go check out her GoFundMe page. Yeah. And help a girl out. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? Give her a few dollars. Help her get this movie. She's only looking for like two thousand dollars. That's it. That's solo budge it's solo budge so let's say give her a dollar give her two dollars give her three dollars give her what you can and help this film along the way and then if it does really good she's gonna put me in her second movie i'm trying to get in the show what what what? extra work can i help with the script or something that would be cool brandy is a writer guys like i was actually saying is she has three books that you can read she Mm -hmm. has two novellas smuggled love and then the other one is like deception or something like that, right? There's okay, deception. So the first one is it's it's smuggled love. That's the like the series or whatever. And then the first one is like addiction and uh, deception. I can't even fucking remember. I just thought. because the fucking the title was not my idea. Oh, unfortunately, okay. I it, had I had ghost written those. That first one, I. If you guys want to learn more about yeah, that so book, whatever. we can talk about it. But um, the first one is called Smuggled Love. Obsession and love. Obsession and addiction. And then the other one's called Double Cross. Deception and Betrayal. Yeah. Deception and betrayal. Yeah. And they're only like three dollars on Amazon. So once you go ahead and download it, it's a quick read. Mm. It's a little hot. It's like a little romance crime thing. It's, uh, it's called erotica. Oh, erotica. If you're into erotica, <laughs> give it a give it a spin. And then her um, her novel, Life, Love, and Margaritas, is on there too. So, Brandy is a writer. So, Audrey, if you're looking for a writer, Brandy is all about that life because Audrey is a, a listener of the podcast. So, thank you for your support, boo. We love Yay.
0: it.
1: Um. So, I think that's all I have for you guys. Mm-hmm. Woot, woot. Oh, today is Prime Day still. Amazon Prime Day. <gasps> it actually starts on Monday. Okay. Because I thought I missed it. I don't... I don't is, look, this, I'm broke this, anyway. I don't have any money to spend, so. This is the future. This is the future. So, it started yesterday on Monday and it is still going on today, Tuesday? Yesterday on Monday. Oh, okay. This is the future. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, this is the future. <sighs> I know I want to go on Amazon Prime and find a few good things. I don't think I'm making tacos. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, um, that's all we have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening and check us out on social. Find us. I follow back. If you don't unfollow, I will still follow you. So that's rude if you unfollow people. Super rude. It is very rude. Super rude. Very, very no-no. Naughty. spank. Spank. <laughs> anyway, I'm Sunny Hepburn <laughs> and I'm Brandy Fleek. And this is Book, Book of, of Lies. Lies, the podcast. Have a great week. Yeah. Ciao